Hello, everybody. This is Martha Newcomb for Lightworks Podcast. Today's message is going to be a little bit different today in that the Lord has instructed me to share a message, a message specifically for those who are Christian music artists. The question that came about is whether musicians, Christian musicians or artists should be unequally yoked with secular artists, meaning should Christian artists, should they collaborate with secular artists on a project? And uh, recently I heard the news of a Christian artist who was about to start collaborating with secular artists with the hopes that he can reach the loss through these collaborations. Now, I'm not here to question his heart or his walk with God. I believe that is God's department. However, when I heard the news, I have to admit it was bothersome. It bothered me so much that I had to take it to God in prayer. Now, what I want you to understand is that when something bothers me and becomes bothersome within my spirit, it could be my own personal biases or my own personal convictions or opinions, or it could be a matter of discernment. This is where God is trying to work something out in me and I have to filter it out. I have to go to God in prayer and I have to look in his scripture for God to guide me as I'm trying to figure why this bothers me so much. Now, one of the things I want to say here is that I personally have been praying for this artist for a while. Why God has called me to pray for him, only God knows, but I have prayed for him as God leads. With that said, I I wanted to ask God about that very question. God, you know, why does this bother me so much? Is this something that you endorse? Are you for this type of approach? Are you for this? Let me collaborate with secular artists because I wanted to make sure that it wasn't me. Then the Holy Spirit instructed me to open the scripture and I want to reveal to you what he revealed to me. Now, what I'm about to share is in no way attack against this artist. I love this brother and I respect him. However, if you are an artist and this is something that you're thinking about, I want you to hear what the Holy Spirit revealed to me. Now, I've read Deuteronomy many times, but for some reason, the Holy Spirit brought me here. And once I read it, he began to put the pieces together. And I'm going to take you through that right now. You see, in Deuteronomy chapter 22, 9 through 12, it says, Do not plant two kinds of seed in your vineyard. If you do, not only the crops you plant, but also the fruit of the vineyard will be defiled. Then it says, do not plow with an ox and a donkey yoked together. Then it says, do not wear clothes of wool and linen woven together. Make tassels on the four corners of the cloak you wear. Simple enough, right? You see, in Deuteronomy, Moses commanded Israel not to mix things that do not belong together. Moses forbid planting two types of seeds together in the vineyard because the end result would be that the fruit, plants, and vineyard 
would be defiled. Then Moses goes on to say the same for the ox and the donkey. The reason being that the ox was much stronger and was used for farm work. But the donkey was much weaker and specifically used to carry goods and people. Therefore, the donkey was not suitable for plowing. Another thing I want to add here is that in Exodus 13, 13, the donkey was considered an unclean animal while the ox was considered clean. Think about that for a minute. Hold that thought. Then in verse 11, Israel was commanded not to mix wool and linen together. Wool was made from sheep hair, which was used for to make warm clothing, while linen was made from a flax, grass-like plant, which produced softer fibers, which was used for cooler clothing. Then Moses commands the Israelites that four tassels be put in the four corners of the cloak they wear. This is so that the people would remember the commandments of the Lord. What I want you to understand here, this is what the Holy Spirit revealed to me, okay? Throughout scripture, we see how God has separated his people from the world. He distinguished his people from the world by his people following certain commands. Now, with that said, one of the most disturbing and misleading misleading phrases that goes around Christian circles is that Jesus hung out with sinners. That Jesus hung out with sinners when in fact he was ministering to them. There is a difference. He was still separate from them while he was ministering to them. See, the difference is that eating with sinners does not equate to engaging in their sin nor does it equate to getting yourself involved in activities that go outside of God's word. That doesn't represent his truth. As I speak now, the Holy Spirit has urged me to share this with you. Listen, that a form of godliness that denies the power has no place in God's kingdom. A form of godliness may appear to look godly. It may seem godly outwardly, but it will bear no fruit because they deny the power. They deny Jesus. It's like putting two types of seed in a vineyard, making the whole vineyard defiled. It is mixing leaven with God's word. What I want you to understand, brother and sister, is that when we begin to collaborate and we work on somebody else's track, their track is like the vineyard. You have good seed. They have compromised seed. They don't have Jesus. So you put two seeds together and what happens? The work is going to be defiled. 
There's going to be leaven because they don't believe the same things that you do. So the work is compromised. It is like the ox trying to plow with a donkey. It will have no effect. What I want you to understand here, what God has pressed in my heart to share you, share with you is that Satan is an angel of light. Okay. He's going to come in a form of light. He's going to tell you, you should do this. God would want you to do this. This is how you're going to get it done. Okay. He wants to appeal to your Christianity. So he's going to use that form of godliness to get your attention, to lure you in. Because what you have to understand here is he's not worried about the people who are already drowning. As a Christian, you're his biggest threat. But the day you decide to compromise your gifts to work on something that God does not endorse, you are giving the devil a foothold in your life and ministry. The day you think it won't happen to you or it can't happen because you are good with God or you think that you are spiritually strong enough to handle it, watch out. Remember Peter. John 13, verse 37. Let's look at what Peter says. He says, Lord, said Peter, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. And then Jesus said, will you lay down your life for me? Truly, truly, I tell you, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. You see, in his own eyes, Peter thought he was good with Jesus. But look what happened. I mean, this man fellowshiped with Jesus. He was close to Jesus, and yet he denied him. Look at King Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived. When he began to intermarry with the foreign women, which God warned him and forbid him not to do, he fell. Because their influences, their gods, he began to worship them. You see, their hearts were easily led astray. His heart was easily led astray. His people were easily led astray. This is what it caused. When we begin to intermarry our gifts with those who do not hold the same reverence for God as we do, we are in great danger. Oh, the confusion it will bring to both the saved and unsaved. And God is not an author of confusion. Because I want you to understand something here. Please listen. For when you work on something, when you collaborate with somebody that's not Christian, that doesn't share your Christian values, who does not, who does not serve the same God that we serve, they're not just hearing your words. The people that listen to the song are not just hearing your words. They're listening to the words of the person, the other person. So they're getting both. They're getting leaven and they're getting the word of God. And when you have that, that's going to put confusion. That's going to bring confusion. So if you are in the crossroad 
of this very decision to fellowship with the world through your music, through your gift. Take heed to the message lest you fall. Because they're not just hearing your words, but the words of those who belong to the world. They're getting both. As scripture says, have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness. Have nothing to do with them, but rather expose them. Because what you need to understand, brother and sister, when we take part in these secular ventures in music, we have become part of the very thing we are trying to expose. Tell me, what sense does that make? We are to be separate. We are to be separate. There are certain things that do not belong together and light has no business with dark. It's one thing if you are the influence, but you're going on their record. You're going on their song. You're going on that vineyard. So think about, think about your next move. Think about your decision. Truly, truly think about it. I see so many artists who have really, really sincere intentions to reach the loss. But guess what happened? Slowly but surely, the enemy came in and slowly began to lure, lure them in different ways. And don't think that can't be you. I tell people, as soon as you think that, you're in trouble. Because you're going to become complacent in your walk. Because you're thinking, oh no, that ain't going to happen to me. You're going to become complacent. And suddenly the enemy will take you. Little by little, he's going to take you. And that's why we see so many Christian artists fall because of that very thing so to think that it's not going to happen to you or that it can't happen to you don't do that never let your guard down so with that said i pray that this message speak to you if you are somebody that's been entertaining this thought i pray that you wrestle with this i know it might have been uncomfortable i know it may have challenged you but that's good take it to god Wrestle with it with God. Put your biases to the side. Don't Google this. Don't YouTube this. You take it to God yourself. And you hear from him. Go to the scripture. Go to him. But take it to God and see what God says. I can't make you make a decision. All I can do is warn you. So take heed. And if you know somebody that can benefit from this message, please share with them. Thank you all for listening and you all have a great day. God bless.